When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I'm tapping in with one of the hottest interviewers in the streets of the rack. DJ, you in the building. How you doing, man? Go. <laughs> Go. What's popping? Adam, what you want, guy? I'm feeling good. Yeah. Just did a good podcast. Got one after this, too. You know, just back in the studio, back in the lab. You definitely be working. It's a blessing to see, you know, the, uh, you know, the process behind it. Hey. I feel that way quite often when I think about this from the perspective of somebody who's kind of more at the beginning of the, their career. I think about it from my 2015 perspective. I'm like, damn, I got a big ass space and a nice team, and we're able to really make shit happen in a very efficient way out here. For sure. So I appreciate that. For sure. Definitely. So okay, let's let's tell your whole story from the beginning. So uh, what area or where where did you grow up? I'm from the Rack. I know, but like where at? South side of the Rack. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people like, damn, what DJ you at? Or, or what DJ you from? You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm from the south side of Chicago, man. Okay. Yeah. And uh, your upbringing, was it, was it wild or, or do you have a little bit more of a quiet upbringing? I was a good kid. I ain't going to lie, gang. Really? Yeah. I won. I won no wild. I won wild. You know what I'm saying? I was a good kid. I used to get, used to get good grades and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. You you didn't have you weren't getting into trouble and all that. I was only getting in trouble because my little brother was getting in trouble. See what I'm saying? What was your little brother up to? Nah, that like he he you know he he went for it. Yeah, he he was you know we was like yin yin yang you know what I'm saying? Really? So yeah, like my little brother he was like in the streets and all that, but I wasn't. But he'd be getting in trouble, so now I gotta you know go out there and, you know fight with my little brother. Really? Type yeah, that's kind of how. What, what, what do you think it was about him versus you, though, since you both had, like, similar Man, upbringings? you know what? I don't know, bro. Some just be like that. Some be born like that, bro. Mm. Like, my little brother, he's two years younger than me, and he was down there born like that. He was, like, he, like, he was bad as hell when he was a, you know, young child, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then, you know, as you grow up, you continue to do badass You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. Were you always uh, drawn to hip-hop? Oh yeah, me for sure. Really? Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of music going on in the household. Um, probably not like you know, not like you would think. But I was always listening to music for sure. Uh huh. For sure. Okay. And you study music during school or anything, or what was high school like? Oh uh, well, high school. That's actually when I started uh, journalism. See what I'm saying? Okay. So you gotta do your homework on DJU. Like I really been in this. Like I really been. Writing for school newspapers and you know what I'm saying, asking questions like I've been doing that. You know what I'm saying. So what sort of guided you in that direction to even finding out about that as a career path? Yeah, you asked some good ass questions. Oh, I'll go deep. Yeah, I used to get straight A's, and my English teacher, she was she was fucking with me. See what I'm saying? Excuse uh-huh. my language. No, go for it. Uh, We'd be swearing on here. Yeah, I was getting straight A's, and my English teacher, she was she liked my writing style. See what I'm saying? So she was like, you should write for the school newspaper. Okay. Yeah. And they were letting you write about you were interested in? 
Basically, you know, just like what was going on around school. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mainly like sports and the events and, you know. Okay. Little stuff like that. You know, it, it wasn't much going on in the school. But, you know, whatever was going on. Okay. Romeo and Juliet plays and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the really the shit that made you write about? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know. There wasn't any sort of freedom for you to write about shit you're actually genuinely interested in in terms of music or anything? Um, No, nah, not really. Okay. Not really. Not that I can remember. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. So you graduated high school? For sure. Early. Uh, early? Yeah. And you went to college? Yeah. Where at? EIU. What's that? Eastern Illinois University. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you stayed there or, or did you commute from home or something? No, yeah, yeah, I stayed there. I don't yeah, know yeah. how far it's at. Oh, okay. that's like uh, two and a half hours away from the wreck. Okay. So you're living the dorm life and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, how was that? That was fun. Fun as f- A new level of freedom? Hell yeah. I took a, the, the, the advantage. I mean, I took advantage of the freedom, and the freedom took over me. Okay. You know yeah. So was, I ain't graduate. Oh, you didn't? No. How many years you last there? I don't like two. Was DJ you having in this environment? For sure. They'll, For they'll sure. take you out the game. For sure. A lot of promising careers have been derailed by the. Yeah, I was just being distracted by him just because, like, my parents are strict, like, when I was in high school and shit. So mm-hmm. I ain't really started getting for real till I got to college. Right. So well, it's tough when you don't have anywhere to bring the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you got a dorm room. All you gotta do is tell your homie, "Hey, bro, give me a little, is give that... me a little twenty minutes here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get my rocks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you just tell him like, "Hey, put your headphones on and pay attention to the computer screen. Don't look over here." No, I wasn't ever on none of that Adam Twenty Two freaking <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, folks got to get out the room. You know what I mean? Come I back. Let the homie kick it. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> we know you would, Adam. Don't make me tell my... You would let the homie... Mm. We know, you would let the homie... Yeah, go ahead. Hey, in say? college? Yeah, why not? I don't know her. I mean, you Now could... is a little bit more consideration, but... Hold on, hold on, hold on. What you mean now? Listen, I'm in business. You just did I'm it. I'm in the sex business. Don't do right you was giving that to- Right, because you was giving Antonio <laughs> Brown a hard time. I was like, well, yeah, that's A.B. Because he's not a professional. My girl works with a porn star. And don't you dare derail this conversation. Yeah, yeah, We're talking ahead. about this, you, right, motherfucker. This is about DJU. Also, and don't make me tell you, do your homework on Adam22 beating the dog shit out of his college roommate because he said the N-word and then getting suspended for a week from staying in the dorm. Damn. I got a good story. I sound like a racial Avenger right there, but. Damn. Okay, well, don't derail the conversation. If I ever need any brownie points. <laughs> 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 you can't derail the derailer. Yeah, all right, so. College was was good. At what point do you end up realizing that like this is not gonna work? I, I gotta get out of here. Or what? did they, or did they make the decision for you? They told you what college? Yeah. Um, it just one clicking for me. Like mm. like I so when I was in high school, I was getting straight A's. You see what I'm saying? But when I went to college, I was flunking and shit. Like you feel me? So it was like I just won. My mind won there. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to do other shit. I was tired of sitting in the classroom. Right. Yeah, basically. So what did you envision yourself doing at that point? Be, uh, DJ. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. So you'd already been DJing at that point? I was like, I was all, so at that part, I was, you know, just always in the parties. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to go DJ, but at the same time, I wanted to fuck with the girls. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't start DJing until I got tired of fucking with the girls. Okay. You had to get which, it out of your system? Yeah. Which one long? Like, it was just a couple years of fucking with the girls. Then I, you know. You say fucking with the girls, you were really fucking around. Like, it was, it was a full-time job. You couldn't even DJ on the side? I mean, like I said, it was, you know, you, you know, women are a distraction. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, yeah. you know, when you're young and shit, if that's what you're into, then that's what you're into, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes that's sense. 
So you you it was just a phase I went through, gang. It wasn't nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? So then you move back to Chicago yep. and you start DJing out there, or what are you doing in Chicago when you get back there? Uh damn. Hold on, I'm sorry. You asking some deep ass questions. I'm just putting um, the timeline together. Yeah, this cuz cause I ain't gonna lie, gang. My story long as hell, you know, I'm 32. You feel me? So I'm 39. Yeah, like, you know. Like, cause I used to sell t-shirts and shit too. Like a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Really? So you know my name, DJU, but that's short for DJ University. You know what okay. I'm saying? Well, I used to have a clothing brand called Cooley University. You feel me? Uh-huh. That was cool. You know what I'm saying? And where were you, where were you selling it out of? At, at school. We was at EIU with that. Cooley? Yeah. What's Cooley? Like 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 from the movie Cooley High. Okay. You ever heard of that? That sounds familiar. It's like a Chicago classic. Okay. You know what I'm saying? About a group of Young boys that was going to high school together, you know, based on the north side of Chicago. You uh -huh. feel me? Me and my homies, we was going to college. We was from the south side of Chicago. So I just kind of did it like that, right? And are you are you loving the whole drill wave while all this is taking place as well? Are you obsessed with it? Now, the drill wave came. The, when the drill wave came, that shit, like, it just took the city by storm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It caught everybody by surprise. Well, at least it caught, I speak for myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was like a, it's like a, like a heat wave, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, it was crazy. Because in comparison, everything was a lot more low key. I was watching an old King Yellow vlog the other day of him basically like hanging out and you could tell in 2009 or 2010 that the temperature of Chicago was way different because he was just chilling like, like outside, oh, yeah, back like then, it was nothing. Sure. And when you listen to the music, like he was playing a bunch of his old songs in this old vlog. And it wasn't really, like, as violent. There wasn't any talk about, you know, ops or any kind of crazy shit. And I was just like, oh, wow. So this is a window into Chicago, like, right before Drill hit and kind mm -hmm. of shook everything up, huh? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, when Drill hit, that shook up the whole world, right? We all know that. So imagine how the city felt. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of uh, vibrations going on. Mm. It was a lot going on at that time. Definitely. But you're, like, off in school doing your thing and... Kind of just witnessing it and wondering what the by fuck is time, going on. By that time, I was uh, I was back, I was back home by that time. Okay. But like um, I was just trying to uh really figure out life. You know what I'm saying? Working odd jobs. You know, doing little side hustles. You know what I'm saying? I was never good at selling drugs. I was never good at scamming niggas. You know what I'm saying? So I used to work like hella like Buffalo Wild Wings and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Shit like that. I did that for. For a few years, you gotta respect you know, it, right? Trying to, you know, find myself. You know what I mean? Definitely. And uh, okay, what what were you doing in terms of the music at that time? Were you trying to like figure out a way that you'd be able to kind of turn that into more of a business? So, I I used to uh, I used to manage DJ bands. Ah, uh. see, what I'm saying. Okay. So that was kind of like my. Intro. Okay, but how'd you even work yourself into that position of being able to convince me and Bans just be real good friends, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And so it was kind of like, you know, he need help, you know what I'm saying? I'd I'd be the person to, you know what I'm saying, assist. You know? Uh -huh. You know that type of management role. Right. Not like um, you know, a management at a job, right? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But yeah, that uh we did that, you know, for a couple years. Okay. And that well, while you're also working on your own DJ career at the same time? Well, no, because at the time, you know, it was all about bands. You feel me? So yeah. I wasn't a DJ. Um, I wanted to be a DJ. You know what I mean? On the low. But 
Um, it wasn't time for me to be a DJ yet. Okay. You know. How'd you guys fall out? Me and Bands? Or at least stop working together, yeah. Man, that's, man, I ain't gonna lie. That's a long-ass story, me and Bands. Really? Um, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, gang. That's a long-ass story. But that's my brother. Though. I ain't got nothing bad to say about him at all. I'd never do that, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but, um... I don't know. Like that's 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 a you know what I'm saying. That's I, that's the answer to that question is more complicated than I can tell okay. you right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for interview number two, maybe. Or maybe I can do my googles. Can you find the the story of that on YouTube? No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't nothing like. It wasn't any crazy shit. It was personal. Okay, but meanwhile, you saw the game up close and you realized what you might need to do if you wanted to really do something in the DJ space. Man, I was um just seeing how successful he was becoming. You know what I'm saying. Um, seeing how successful Lil Durk was becoming, you mm-hmm. feel me? And just, like, being around those guys on the regular and, like, just soaking it in, you know, like, damn, if they can do it, I can do it, you mm-hmm. feel me? So I guess that could answer your question about where me and Bands, you know what I'm saying, bumped heads, you feel me? Um, I was ready to grow, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? And sometimes when you you, you could be in a space where um, there's no room for you to grow. Mm-hmm. And for those that's listening, if you're ever in a space where there's no room for you to grow, my advice is for you to go. Mm. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of that. You find, you'll find you find yourself in your journey as a hustler, as an entrepreneur. You will find yourself in a situation that you've always wanted to be in, like being a manager for an artist or whatever, that, you, that was a dream for you. And then at a certain point, you'll realize that a year or two have gone by and that you've just been kind of stuck in the same spot. And it's one thing when you feel like you're acquiring skills or having new opportunities or getting new accolades while you're, you know, doing this job. But then at a certain point, you know, everybody, the momentum kind of grinds to a stop. Like I'll, I'll say, as a person who wants to have a role in a business, like if you want to work for somebody who's, you know, big or important or whatever, one of the biggest skills that you're going to need is the ability to keep your head down and grind and work your ass off for a couple of years, you know, because a lot of people are really, really good at putting on a good face to get a job or to get, uh, you know, there, there's a girl that we hired uh, for Plug Talk and she did such a good job presenting herself as the employee and then we hired her and she actually has killed it for like the last year and a half or whatever. And a lot of people can do the first thing, but they can't do the second one. They can put on a really good face to get a job right. and then they promptly start bullshitting. And every once in a while you get somebody who will convince you that they deserve the job and then they'll actually work their ass off as if they care about your business as much as they care about their own life. And that is yeah. pretty massive. Yeah. Right. And I always, walked, I always worked hard in anything that I did. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's a time and place for everything, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you're on a journey, you Mm. feel me? Um, success is a, it's, it's a destination. It's a marathon. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's never like, uh, um, I feel like it's never, uh, what am I trying to say? It's like, it's, it's, it's never ending. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, cause you could be successful today and then you could fall off tomorrow and then, you know, it's like, it didn't, it doesn't matter anymore. And there's very few, very few people will reach the level of success at any point in their life where they can just chill, you know? And a lot of people, like if you have $0, you might think, oh, if I get to a million dollars, then I'm going to be good. Right. I'm set and, for and life. I promise you, once you get to a million dollars, you're going to realize that a million dollars is not as much money as you mm-hmm. think it is. Definitely. So, okay. You start, how, how do you go about starting your own? Uh, DJ thing at a certain point. How long was it until you started DJing for Vaughn? I bet. Good question. Um, 
And I appreciate these questions too on some shit like I thought you was gonna ask me a bunch of bullshit about sixteen shot him and big folks and yeah, we can get to that too if you want. All right, well, I mean, <laughs> I was just impressed by the questions. But anyway, um Yeah, I started DJing, bro. Uh it was like twenty fifteen, you know? No, twenty sixteen, right? Like doing like college parties and shit, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um and shit, like, I always kept, a, uh, always kept like, a, a, a decent relationship with bands. You mm -hmm. know, me and him was, like I said, me and real close at the time. So with him being so close to the OTF and Lil Durk and all that, you know, it was kind of like a, uh, you know, an opportunity for me as King Von DJ that presented itself, basically. But so at what point did you start DJing for him? Was it early on, like, before he started to explode no no it was kind of like i want to say like in the no it's actually more toward the end uh oh, okay. so like right before he died uh so von died in november i had started djing for von like early that year you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so like in the spring or something the spring summer then you know fall and djing for him basically just consisted of just being on the road and and being on point in terms of what he needed for the energy of performing and everything yeah, just like DJing his sets, like right. club sets. So we did like a few club sets in the A, you know what I'm saying? Um, I did a show with him in Dallas. I did a show with him in St. Louis. Because it's COVID too, so it's like right. not would that many still opportunities, right? in COVID, for sure. But if it wasn't COVID, you probably would have had 100 times more shows, He was right? still getting booked. Okay, yeah. But down south and shit, because a lot of the shit up right. north and everything was kind of shut down. Yeah, he was still getting booked, though, a lot of places, for sure. I ain't gonna lie, I remember that, you know? Right. Um, but yeah. Definitely. So, what was your relationship like with Vaughn, though? How well did you get to know him? Um, not 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 like that. You know what I'm saying? Not like for real. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Um, we weren't like you know, buddy pals and not like that. You know? Right. Shit, I was just there to do a job. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Interesting. Um, and so then you you had been DJing him for like, what less than a year? Yeah, for passed? sure. Yeah, it was less than a year. And so you were actually there on tour when uh the shooting took place. Well, that night was uh. In the eight, that was his album release party. Right. Yeah. And so where were you actually located when all this shit was going down? You were part of the sort of motorcade. You had all these different SUVs pulling up to the, the hookah spot, from what I remember? No, not at that time. Um, but I had um I had DJ form at the party, you know, before the, the shooting occurred. Okay. The and, shooting incident. And then where'd you go? You went to the hotel? Like afterwards? Yeah. Man, I had actually I was actually on my way back home, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't know that they were going to, like, an after party or nothing, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, I was going back home. Um, I had heard some shots, like, in the area, you know? Really? Because um, where I was at was, like, not too far from where they was at, you see what I'm saying? But I didn't um, put two and two together at that time. Right. Because it was a crazy-ass shootout. There was tons, like, even right. after the initial right. shooting, right. a Bunch more shots went off like, right. from the cops and shit. So from too, a right? distance, you thinking, you damn, they busting. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, you're not, you're not thinking. You feel me? Right. I'm getting shot. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So what do you do when you figured out what happened? Man, it was just crazy. Like you know, at first you can't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like nah, like you thinking that the, the news fake. You know what I'm saying? You hoping he pulled through. You know what I'm saying? You know all that. Mm. For me, and then type of nigga I am, I be having like delayed reactions. So. I ain't gonna lie when Vaughn died, it ain't really registered with me. It ain't really register, register for real until like a month later really? type shit on some real shit. So do you lose a lot of people growing up? Because it must have been kind of wild to like 
be in a situation where all of a sudden, you know, you're DJing for a young kid out of Chicago. You're a young kid out of Chicago. And he's blowing the fuck up. Man, look, let me tell and, you. And then all of a sudden he loses his life. Man, like, look, let me tell you. As let me he's tell becoming you, man. huge. I hated that shit, man. R.I.P. Vaughn, man. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, I used to DJ for Queen Key. You know what I'm saying? That was the first oh, artist really? I wow. DJ for. Who has triplets with 600 Breezy, allegedly. Exactly. Allegedly. Um, I interviewed her back uh, in the day, too. What I'm finna say, you finna throw me off. What you uh, said, shout so out to I, all the eaters. Look, she used I used to, to DJ for Queen eaters. Key, right? Look, look, I used to DJ for Queen Key and then like Very that, different artists. That went left. Really? You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to derail my kind. I don't <laughs> want to talk about Queen Key right now. I'm just saying, that, that was my first artist, you feel me? That uh-huh. went left, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Then I started DJing for Cowboy, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Cowboy. Now, Cowboy and them had cut me off like, like right when Envy Me got hot. Literally. Really? Yes, bro. So you're like, I was sticking around when you man, weren't I, doing nothing. Man, now now you're Cowboy blowing up. is an artist who I was fucking with prior to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Or like early, you know, like I was fucking with Lil Cowboy. You see right. what I'm saying? And then the Envy Me joint, bro. You, you know the song I'm talking about, right? Because you've yeah, been yeah. interviewing Cowboy. When that shit came out. Yeah. yeah. Man, that shit hurt. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Because they you're like, I stuck around and then now you're starting to see success and you get rid of my ass. So then, they say they say they got rid of me because I want I want I want turned enough. You know what I'm saying? I oh, want turned up on the microphone and shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, you know, it was an L I had to take. You feel me? It was an L I had to take. So when I got Vaughn, it was like yes, aha. You feel me? Mm. Third time, third time the charm type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know Vaughn had that shit. You feel me? So. Man, I remember. Uh, I remember one of the, one of, one of the guys hit me up about the Von Dad. He he he, damn DJ, you you just can't catch a break. Oh man, this shit crazy. Terrible man, such a, a tragedy. Regardless of the circumstances of how it all went down and everything, but okay. So what what kind of life moves do you make after that? Are you like, damn, I gotta find another artist to DJ for? Or are you kind of over the whole DJ thing when at Von that point? Died? Yeah, yeah, I was over it, gang. I had uh. I was uh I was fucking with Young Maul, you know what I'm saying? Because I was still in the A. Okay. I was fucking with Young Maul, but of 1017, formerly of 1017. Yeah, but then you know they had end up getting into some shit. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got caught up? Who did? By the cops, Young Maul. Yeah, you know the yeah 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 they had a whole little situation. I didn't know that. Yeah. So too many Ricos to keep track of. Man, so when that shit happened, that's when I uh, that's actually when I decided to uh. Move back to the right because I was in the A. I was living in the A for three years. You know what I'm okay. saying because uh, Vaughn, Vaughn right. kind of posted up out there for a while right. too. Right, we was all like and Dirk in the A. Right, everybody, okay. the whole OTF. And so at that point, all right. So you decided to go back to Chicago to do what? DJ UTV. You knew that the YouTube thing and the interviewing was hell gonna be the yeah, man. I watch your shit all the time. Matter of fact, let me shout you out real quick because damn, I am on no jumper right now. Damn, hey. I ain't gonna lie to you know. I ain't gonna lie, Adam. You know what I'm saying? I I share this with you real quick on your platform, right? Okay. Uh, so like, I right, check this out. Uh, Tweak on this. No, some real shit. So during, you know, when the pandemic first started, right? Mm-hmm. What year was that? Twenty? Was that twenty? Twenty, right? Twenty twenty. Okay, yeah. right. Um, so I'm living in the A, and they shut down the clubs and all that. You feel me? At the time, I was DJing for a living. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So when they shut the clubs and shit down, I'm down. What the fuck? You feel me? So. I had end up trying to go drive trucks. Mm. See what I'm saying? I'm I'm thinking about them big wheelers. You feel me? Cause 
the trucks were still on the road. Niggas that was driving trucks were still getting money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you know, when that shit first happened, ain't nobody know what the hell was going, you know what I'm saying, be going on. Right. So I was trying to stay ahead of the curve. You feel me? I went to trucking school. I failed. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? And when I failed, like, I had to sit out a whole month before they allowed me to try again type shit. Okay. So that whole month was April 2020. I sat in the crib 30 days, 30 nights, and watched interviews all day. Really? Feel So Just killing time until you could. I mean, I ain't had shit else to do. Yeah. I go outside, get some food, get some weed, come back in, and shit. I'm sitting on my ass watching interviews. I'm watching No Jump every day. I'm watching DJ Vlad every day. I'm watching Say Cheese every day. You see what I'm saying? I'm watching 16 Shot Him every day. You feel me? I'm watching Zach TV every day. I'm really studying this shit. You feel me? So I went back to trucking school, failed again. I'm all right. Is, is it really difficult to pass it? Like, Man, I ain't know how to drive that big-ass motherfucker. Oh, you feel it's me? It's actually like you have to drive it with the instructor next to you? I was fucking uh, up on the, on the reverse. You got to reverse that motherfucker. You know, you got to turn your wheel opposite of where you want your trailer to go. Oh, wow. And I couldn't grasp that concept. Like, I'm a smart nigga, but that shit made me feel dumb as hell. Sometimes I look at those 18-wheelers <laughs> and I'm just like, how the fuck do you drive that thing? When they're taking a turn and it looks like the fucking wheels are going to drive right over the corner. Yeah, niggas that know how to drive that, they they know how to drive that, but I couldn't do it. You do, see what I'm saying? do your homework on driving 18 wheelers. Yeah, do your homework. There's some truckers out there, and they get it. Shout out to my truckers that's watching this right now. I got some homies that's, you know, DJ UTV, keep them going. You know what I'm saying? They watching all of it over the road. You and know? all the rappers always talk about how they have a trucking company. For sure. But then meanwhile, who's actually driving the trucks? Exactly. DJ U, do your homework. Not DJ U. I failed. Not so. anymore, but Not. yeah, you try um, okay, <laughs> so so while you're doing all that, when does it kind of occur to you in your head, like, oh, okay, I could actually do this shit. I could be an interview. So I was doing interviews. I was doing interviews a little bit in the A, right? Just going outside, you know what I'm saying? Ra- like interviewing random people, mm. you know what I'm saying? But I had a shitty-ass camera. I ain't like the camera, you see what I'm saying? And me, I'm quality over quantity type of guy, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put out no BS, you see what I'm saying? So... With the camera I had, I kind of got discouraged. Well, I didn't get discouraged. I just fell back. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of around the time I really locked in with Vaughn. So then that became a distraction. Okay. See what I'm saying? So when Vaughn died, that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to do the interviews. Right. And I feel like anybody who's going to start doing interviews, the one thing that I would always suggest to people is just figure out what's going to make you stand out, what's going to make you different, because the reality is is if you want to just completely recreate whatever DJ Vlad has going on or whatever No Jumper has going on, it's going to be difficult. You're going to have to find your own niche, find your own lane, find something to sort of specialize in, et cetera. So for you, being that there already were a lot of people doing content out of Chicago, I guess, what, what did you feel like was going to be your thing that sort of separated you? Well... Like I said, so I'm watching these interviews 30 days and 30 nights, right? Uh-huh. And what I'm noticing that what I'm noticing is all of these big platforms, they get their best content from Chicago. I'm looking at the no jumper numbers when he interviewed Phonem. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Vlad when he's sitting down with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I know all these niggas. You right. know what I'm saying? Or if I don't know them personally, I know somebody that know them. I know I could get to him. And you kind of know what to ask, too, because you're more ear to the streets. I know exactly what's going on. You see what I'm saying? And like I said, with me being 32 years old, like I kind of been around for a minute in a way where, like, I, 
I can sit down and, you know what I'm saying, ask some questions. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, I ain't got to be outside DJing in the clubs no more. I ain't got to be pulling up to nobody's house, carrying these speakers up these stairs. You feel me? Like, I got, I got, I got, I got a better gift. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be doing what I'm doing now for sure. Right. Okay. So, how do you actually get into the swing of things of, of doing interviews? You, you rent out a space to start, or you just start pulling up on people to do? Yeah, shit? like I said, yeah. At first, I was just pulling up. So that's how I started the channel. I was just pulling up. You know what I'm saying? Then I moved back to the rack because I knew because at the first I started DJ UTV in the A, uh-huh. and I knew I'd be able to interview you know random people in the A. You know the A like Black Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But I know that it won't really go translate with the YouTube numbers. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Get your nose wet doing some fit checks at the mall. <laughs> you see, you never did that. A lot of people. I want into that none of that. that. You know what I'm saying. I want into none of that. You know. That's how people get in the game now. I think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. My bad. <laughs> but but yeah, like you know. So, um, I just knew like you know it was a market for that Chicago shit. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying. And that's one thing that I get when I watch you know people like you do the interviews and stuff is like. You know, I could be interviewing somebody, and I don't know shit about what neighborhood they're from or whatever. I right. might have a sort of surface level understanding. Of Man, who you done interviewed so or... many motherfuckers. I'd be like, damn, why he ain't asked? I'll be like, damn. Uh. Yeah, but sometimes it's hard for us to, you know, put yeah, all I the know, pieces together, especially even in LA. There's a million different. I, I still find out about new gangs in LA. I'll just be but like, you know what oh, I like from about this hood? I never heard of it. I like you. Uh, you can damn to have a conversation with anybody, right? And that's kind of what I. Uh, what 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 study with watching your content, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I Adam, he could talk to the rappers, you know what I'm saying? The street rappers, the emo rappers, you know, XXX and them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he could talk to the porn stars, you feel me? Uh Dame Dash, the 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 guy with the raw paper, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm watching all these, you feel <laughs> right, me? Yeah. I'm like, damn that you know, so you know that's a you know that's a talent. You feel me? Definitely. So okay, who who did you kind of start off with though when you started uh, doing doing interviews? Uh, so yeah, you know you know I, I started with the BDs. Okay, that's yeah. where you're from. Nah, <laughs> <You're> funny. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been news if if King Von had a GD DJ. Right. See, but, but you know I'm neutral. Right. Okay. So you you don't actually claim a side, but nope. you, you're cool with the BDs more so. I mean, I'm cool with both sides. Okay. But yeah, I was you know with being Von DJ, it was now. now I tell I tell you this, you know, though I am neutral, you know what I'm saying. Being Von DJ did come with some type of you know what I mean mm. alliance. You know what I mean. You're rolling around with these guys, type you know, shit. They're gonna look out for you in a lot of situations, probably. They're expecting you to not necessarily fuck with people that they don't fuck with, even if it's not like explicitly said, right? Well, um, I ain't gonna lie, niggas don't really be looking out for you, not for real. You mm. feel me? So, okay. you know, you if you with everything you just said, you just took the look out for you part, cause <laughs> right, ain't nobody gonna look out for you. I tell you that for sure, right? But show, sure. but Vaughn made it very very clear who he did not like in his music. Yeah, he did. Which is kind of interesting because now you interview a lot of people. I'm thinking about right now, you interview a lot of people who maybe would have had negative things to say about him at a certain point. Right. So, like, in, in a certain way, you not being a DJ anymore, did that kind of open the door for you to do interviews with whoever as opposed to having to be a little bit more political? Well, you know what, bro? Um, you know, all right, so let's talk about that part, right? Right. Um, you know... 
you interview both sides and you used to be King Von DJ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you talking to FBG Butter. Right, mm. right, 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 right. Um, okay, cool. So like you asked me, you know, who I started, right? So I started, you know, I was doing a lot of interviews with, you know, guys that was affiliated with King Von and Lil Durk and, you know, stuff like that. And I would just be reading the comments from the fans, like, yo, you know, we rocking with what you're doing. Like, we like this shit, but, like, you got to interview both sides. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then I got family that's on the other side, and they telling me, like, yo, we rocking with what you're doing. We supporting what you're doing. But, yeah, bro, if you're going to be doing this, you got to do both sides. You feel me? Did you not even think about that when you first started? I had already knew I was going to have to do both sides. So wasn't nobody telling me shit. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I already knew it. But when you start hearing it, you know what I'm saying, the comments start coming in, you know, um, only a fool wouldn't, wouldn't take heed. Right. You know? Definitely. All you got to do is listen. You see what I'm saying? So when people be telling you shit, just listen. Don't. But did you get any backlash from the BDs that you're cool with when you started sitting down with people nope. that didn't like? No. No. Nope. They understood what you were doing. Yeah. Because mm. I never, you know what I'm saying? I never, I don't do it in no lame ass way. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, I don't be asking niggas about their ops and shit. Right. Because that's one thing that people always will say about me is like, oh, you can get away with doing this or you can get away with that because you're white. So people don't hold you to the same standard that they would hold a black dude from. Like, if I was an LA interviewer, and I was actually from a hood and I was black, then maybe it would be complicated for me to then sit down with all kinds of people. But nobody holds me to that standard because right. I'm such an obvious outsider to yeah. the shit out here. They I call mean, you a culture vulture. Yeah, they can say How you feel about know. that? I don't give a shit. Culture vulture, my dick. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's out of some culture vulture shit. No, I mean I don't care. They say whatever. They're always gonna think of the best thing that they could they could throw at you. You know, it's like before it was a culture vulture. It was God. You know, it's always just something. They pull something out of the hat. Yeah, I don't really take it too serious. You know. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, when you're doing good, bro, they gonna have something to say about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you ain't got no haters. You ain't popping. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> so okay, as it gets going though, like, what was the first interview that really got eyeballs on you, or when did it, your your first like viral moment from your perspective? Uh, probably, um, ooh, that was, you know what? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the obvious, the obvious answer is Charleston White, right? That's the obvious answer. But how long were you doing interviews before you hollered at him? Um, uh, not long, bro. You know, I okay. ain't even been doing this long. I started, I literally started doing interviews October 2021. But... What you see on YouTube right now with the brick wall and Tupac and all that on the background, that was like we had got we had got in there in May 2021. Mm -hmm. I mean, not 2021. I'm talking about 2022, right? I'm tweaking. I'm sorry. That's dope that you invested in your production and in your space. Yeah, shout out to Royalty Productions for sure. Okay. For sure. Because you don't really want to be pulling up on people all Hell the time. Nah. It gets a little Hell complicated, nah. right? And I just knew, you know, having... Obviously, a, a, a consistent background, you know what I'm saying, would be appealing That's gonna to your audience. You, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Definitely. And especially these days, there's so many people doing content that your production quality kind of becomes part of your brand. You know, like if you're just doing some janky ass interviews, it's going to be hard for people to really develop a fondness man, for you, bro, you know? You know, quality matters, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But yeah, so I was doing it for, uh, for like a few months. Well, not a few months before I got to Charleston White, but it wasn't long. Okay. Several months. It won a whole year. And right? so then it won a whole year. 
how do you go about reaching out to Charleston White? Because I reached out to him early on when he was doing Say Cheese and stuff, and I got told that he did not fuck with me. Yeah, folks don't fuck with you. I'm the wrong kind of white boy because yeah, I folks. like I like black people too much, apparently. He made it clear that he likes racist white boys, which I'm still kind of just thinking about that as such yeah, a weird yeah, yeah, compliment. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. Yeah, folks, yeah. Weird yeah. backhanded compliment. I don't care if you don't like me because, to be fair, even though I was going to interview him or I would have been happy to interview him, he does seem like, you know, a piece of shit human being, more or less, which I usually don't let that stop me from interviewing somebody. But I think objectively you'd kind of have to look at him and say, okay, you're a piece of shit. But very entertaining. The people love him. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you can't agree or disagree because you're trying to interview him again, I'm sure. Who, me? Yeah. Hell no, nah, for what? You don't put him in the piece of shit bucket? Man, I won't. I ain't going to lie, gang. I ain't going to call him that. I ain't even going to lie to you, gang. I ain't going to call him that. But I don't think. But he I, is. <laughs> but I, 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 I don't think I want to. I don't think I. I don't, I don't know, gang. Okay, so you reach out to him and hold on, no, 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 let me say this. Okay. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, and you can go into that question. But the reason why I say I probably won't be interested in interviewing again just because we did it twice. Okay. Once was in Chicago. The other time it was in his hometown, Fort Worth, Texas. So for me, if we go do it again, it has to be like a neutral location. But I ain't even really interested in doing all that. So go ahead. Really? Why aren't you interested? I don't know, man. You know, the last, the last, you know, interview, it, it kind of left, it left a sour taste in my mouth. What was the sour part about it? Just the way he acted? Yeah, that whole viral moment. But that, that was shit, fake, right? Man, that's what he say. He the character. I'm not. You know I what I'm keep saying? a gun. I keep a gun. That's that's sound that's, effect to me. That's you know what I'm saying. That's what he say. So. Okay. You know, but you you it left you with a bad taste in your mouth, because I mean Charleston White, like you had to pay him to do the interview. Man, you know business is business. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know. I mean, he's he's smart to ask for payment from interviewers because he knows that he's gonna have a big effect on anybody who interviews him. Like people get millions of views off of having him on their shows. Yeah, for sure. He definitely uh break the bank. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, but so so I'm grateful for him. Right. For sure. You got yeah, I mean especially if it weren't for early on. White, I probably wouldn't even be sitting down with you right now. Right. He turned me up. You know what I'm saying? But 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 like what I say, what I say earlier, when you ready to grow, you gotta go. You see what I'm saying? You gotta let go or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm from the go. You see what I'm saying? He's kind of a weird guest at this point too, because so many people have interviewed him that it's like probably a little difficult to think of like New shit to try to get. Him we make, we make, we. I feel like, but I see, but 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 I feel like our content is the best content that he make on some mm. real shit. Cause we be having some real ass talks. You know mm. what I'm saying? We want no none of that chasing the. You know what I mean? I want no that. You feel me? But he felt like he had to do that. And I mean, it worked out. I'm not mad that he did it, but you know, it's still just you know what I mean. I ain't, okay. You know, I ain't really like it. So you know it wasn't fake. No. Okay. No. I used Because what you call fake, he said it's fake, but what you call fake? It was planned out in advance, like, hey, you, exactly. you're going to so say no. this and that. So no. So no. It was never that. He never, you know what I'm saying, gave me a warning, like, yo, you feel me? Oh, uh, okay. Don't bug out, but I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? No, it was never, no. That's some crazy 2023 futuristic 4D chess shit. You just do some out-of-pocket shit, in this case, like screaming about how you're going to grab your gun, and then... After the fact, you're like, oh, no, nah, I was trolling. I was doing a skit. And then meanwhile, the other people who are in the room are like, okay, well, we didn't know that. When he started, right, because when he started, okay, now look. So when he started getting on the internet, 
and start saying that it was staged, then I really got lost. Like, okay, now what the fuck is he doing? Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm lost. Because you, as a content creator, you can only stage so many and things let me just say this. before just, the people start to not this. believe that you're ever this. for let me, real. And let me just say this. And let me just say this, man. On okay. some real shit, man. Because, I mean, at this point, it's a thin line between real life and the internet. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Nah. Now, afterwards, Charles and Whitehead called me, and we had a, you know, a behind-the-scenes conversation. Uh-huh. Feel me? He never, he never said nothing about it being fake and him doing it on purpose or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? He called me and actually told me that he was happy that I didn't react away. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. he was being apologetic when he called afterwards. Okay. So then when he went up online... And said that it was staged. I don't know. I'm just like, what the? F-? You know what I'm saying? I was confused, gang. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm confused still. Do you like, think? It, but if, if everybody, what was his point of saying it was staged? If everybody thinks that you're just faking shit all the time, then they're gonna be questioning everything that you post. You know, anytime you have an argument, they're gonna think, oh shit, did he plan that argument out? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that was that was a lane. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I, you know, right. So but we did, did good. Did you get some hate from people in Chicago? Because hell he, yeah. He was violating bro, some of the moms yeah. that, of that the deceased sh- Chicago gangsters. That part too. Like, uh, right. like, it was one time a nigga ran up on me, bro, on some shit at the mall, bro. On Real, some shit like. Just for interviewing Charleston. Bro, that nigga was like, uh, hey, DJ, you. Well, my mom, I, I turned around. And some told me to keep walking, but it was like, uh, I ain't finna run. You feel me? You like, heard a little bit of aggression in his voice? Yeah. Mm. See what I'm saying? So I turned around and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm shit, what's up? You feel me? I was at the mall, me and my little brothers. And he, uh, he, man, 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 I fuck with that shit you doing, man. Hey, but don't bring Charles and White in here no more. And like, I right, a couple people that said that in a joke away, but folks looking like he was finna get on that with me. It looked like he was finna get on that for real. Right. Damn, okay. He had my little brothers looking like, eh. You know, it'd be weird when my family or friends be outside with me and, you know what I mean, we'd be having little... You know, interaction with you know what I'm saying the audience. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because were you having people that you actually really know in your personal life mad about that? Because I mean, this is the same guy who at nah, one point. Nah, you nah, remember nah. he was doing the ceremony, saying he wished death upon all the BDs and GDs. No, nah, not nobody that shit. mattered cared. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was just miscellaneous people. You right. know what I mean? But I pay attention to all critics. Got it. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Um. All right. So. Do you is is the narrative that I believe I've repeated on here a few times? Here we go. Is, is this accurate that basically six, go. sixteen shot him was kind of running shit in terms of the Chicago underground rap scene, and then at a certain point he moved to L.A. and started trying to do his thing out here, and, and that's what he fucked up. <laughs> and so, did you consciously take advantage of the fact that there was a little bit of a a, a, a lapse of of people doing content out there, and and you try to dive in there and, and take his spot um um what's the question what's the what's the question was there a gulf uh 16 leaves it creates a black hole do you rush to fill that hole well Pause. well i was gonna do me regardless mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying the 16 know that right so i think him moving to la just he fronted his shit. That's all. Fronted. Yeah, that's yeah. You gotta do your homework. I know. I know you talked to Jay Main and he was putting you down on a lot of Chicago lingo. But yeah, 
16 shot in front of his shit by moving to L.A. Right. Yeah. Kind of like, because it's like he had he had his thing going and then he tried to expand and maybe took his eyes off the ball in terms of. I was like, damn, move to L.A.? Move to L.A. and do what? Interview who? Interview who? Who you going to move to L.A. and interview? Mm-hmm. Adam 22? He did interview me, I guess, yeah. It's it's a very cutthroat environment out here because there's so many different people doing interviews. It's, it's probably like who else out here? Uh, me, Vlad, Bootleg, Kev, all the radio stations. Oh, right, right, you know, right. there's a million. Right, and then you know he, he, you know, we in another market. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. we got a whole different type of, you know what I mean? So, but isn't that kind of the dream though? Is like you could be a drill rapper, and then once you get popping in Chicago, you want to get the fuck out of Chicago, go move he to ain't California. No rapper. So. I know, but if you are like, even as an interviewer, maybe he thought, oh, I don't want to just. That's be the a, problem. A Niggas drill be doing interviewer. interviews and thinking they the rappers. They want to go get chains and they want to be on the internet acting tough. They want to spit on people. Like, nah, bro, <laughs> chill. You. <laughs> Feel me, just chill. When did you start to have an issue with him, though? It sounds like you're not too fond of him. Man, cuz he be doing little hoe ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he would sneak this in you before? Yeah, like little hoe shit. He be on the DJ Academics thing and be saying little hoe shit. Okay. I'll be like, yo, you know? So are you guys going to war for every new artist out of Chicago to see who Bro, can get have him you first? been looking at my channel compared to his? Not like directly, right, well, recently. <laughs> You got time. You feel like you're you shitting on the game. You got time on your hands right now. <laughs> you feel like you're shitting on the game. Because he's more doing the streaming thing, right? Is he even When's the last time he did an interview with someone? Math. Uh, um, DJU is 50 Cent and 16 shot him is Ja Rule. Whew. So you're saying you're taking him out the game. You're about to end a career? Like, that's that's just the best an- analogy I could use. By the end of that beef, Ja Rule kind of ceased to exist. Basically, 50 ended his musical career. You feel like you're gonna you ended him as an interviewer? I mean, just go 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 on YouTube and look, and do, you do tell me. I'm just saying, you know, men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. Damn, you popping that shit, man. I'm just putting you down, man. Shout but shout out to 16. Yeah, yeah, shout out to 16. Keep doing your thing either yeah, way. For yeah, for sure. But, I mean, hey, a little competition in the game can't be a bad thing, right? Man, hey, I'm a force to be reckoned with. But I'm trying to compete with you. I appreciate it. I yeah. saw the numbers you posted on your story the other day. You like that? I screenshotted them. A little 50 million. No big deal. I like it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm that type of guy. You right. know what I'm saying? It keep me going. You feel me? And that's why when I see people saying that they're going to be bigger than me, I'm, like, kind of confused sometimes. I'm like, do you have a, do you have a plan? Do you have a blueprint? No, I was going to say, because you. you know it's possible. It's possible, yeah. but you're going to need a plan. Because what goes up, right, you're going to need a plan for sure. But what goes <laughs> up comes down. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always a young, you know what I, I'm saying? I've been seeing that on some channels. That's true. It's always a young person that's, you know what I mean, coming up. And you know the youth really run this. You feel me? Mm. We only getting older. That's what Drake was saying the other day about uh, Elliot Wilson. You see that comment? Yeah, he did. He, he said did. The, the youth took over. Yeah. Which to me was almost kind of crazy to read that because Elliot Wilson was my goat when I was like graduating high school because he was the editor of Double XL and he just turned it into a, a beast, like the best fucking magazine in the world. He really showed us that the source wasn't shit. But I mean, you know, it has been 20 fucking years. So I mean. Hey, but let me say this real quick. Uh, I don't know if you was going into this, but I just had to make sure I mentioned this while I'm on this platform. Goddamn. Because big folks be sitting up here acting like he put me on or something, bro. Like. Mm. Man, stop it. That's Cap. And shout out to Big Les, because I'm over here, you know what I'm saying, using his lingo. 
It do hit different. Now I got to shout out J-Man. Shout out to the whole rack, for real. But yeah, bro, no, bro, stop doing that shit, big folks. Man, I fuck with you, big folks, but what stop doing that What was your relationship with him? Matter of fact, no, 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 no. Nah, this is what I want to tell you. This this, this the no-jumping story I want to tell you. Hmm. Let me tell you what big folks did, man. Oh, shit. And look, 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 look. He told me, ah, shit. Look, bro, I came out here with big folks, like, back in, like, March. <laughs> oh, I heard this story. You heard it? Yeah. Man, I came out here with big folks, bro. <laughs> Bro, big folks was begging me to come to L.A. and come to No Jumper with him. You feel me? And at that time, I was working so much, I wasn't really interested in coming to No Jumper. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie to you. You feel me? Taking a trip out to Cali, take a bunch I of just time on schedule. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm just like, nah, like, nah, hell nah. And he kept he kept asking me, he kept begging me. So anyway, he 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 fucked around and convinced me by putting in, I, I shout out Money Face, pay for, Money Face Peso, he put Peso in the mix. You feel me? So I now I'm under the impression that I'm finna fly out to LA and and, and visit No Jumper. Okay. You feel me? I'm with big folks. My homie Money Face Peso. He said Band Man Kevo go come as well. Mm-hmm. Kevo never came to LA. But anyway, so yeah, bro, this how this how I fly out here. I'm under the impression that I'm coming to No Jumper, bro. Man. This nigga, big folks, just like dragged this shit out all the way up until like it was evident that we're not at no jumper. So what I mean by that is, bro, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm tweaking right now, bro. It was the whole day. That's why this shit bugged me out because it was the whole day. You uh-huh. feel me? Yeah, you run around with them all day. Thinking that we going to no jumper tonight. And then you end up doing a podcast with Flocka. What the fuck? <laughs> Shut up, Flocko. Bro, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, like Flocko coming to... Look, so when we were standing in the building, like, standing in the lobby, I'm thinking we're in the, the No Jumper building type shit. You feel me? I'm thinking you finna send somebody down on the elevator, come get us. Okay. We were standing in that lobby, waiting for, like, 15 to 20 minutes. So when Flocko come in the door, he's so damn jolly, and you feel me? He's a little <laughs> fat ass. Oh, my God, DJ you. I didn't know you were so skinny. Always. Always has to comment on everybody's body. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you fat as fuck. What the fuck is you talking about, gang? Folks like one of the fat Alba characters. Yeah. So so when we get on the elevator, I'm still thinking that we on our way to no jumper. Mm-hmm. Bro, we get off the elevator, I see astronauts and stars and moons and shit on the, on the wall. Um, what the fuck? I don't see no basketballs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro. You were hoodwinked. Bro. Low key in my head, I'm damn near getting that. Yo, where's Adam? Like, I know Adam <laughs> for the pop out in this motherfucker. Because I know this nigga did not have me fly all the way out here. You feel me? Yeah. And them niggas sat in that motherfucking studio and, 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 and sat and talked about 16 shot for two and a half hours. I was blue. Wow. I was blue. Why do you think big folks wanted to coerce you into doing this? I don't know what big folks be on, but shout out to big <laughs> folks. I just want to tell, I just want to tell my no jump story. Wow. No, I heard that story before, and I thought that was pretty Yeah, so, so I, now y'all heard Adam said he heard it before, <laughs> yeah. so you know the story ain't cap. Big folks, you feel me? I felt bad because, I mean, I would have sat down with you. 
I've been watching your channel for, I don't know, six months, something like that. And at the time, I didn't even want to get interviewed. I just wanted to come see the studio type. I just wanted to come meet you on some real shit. You feel yeah. me? I just wanted to come get acquainted. You know what I mean? Right. I wasn't even looking to get interviewed. I thought he was getting an interview. Mm -hmm. Is what he was saying. You did what I'm trying to say? Like, right. I got my homies with me. I just wanted to, you know what I mean? Yeah. String along. His ass is goofy. Oh, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. His ass is goofy. Damn, all right. So, big folks, we're going to need a rebuttal. we got to figure out his thoughts yeah, on this whole cool. situation. So, wait. Oh, hey, you and, and you know when I went to Vegas to interview King Yellow, he had some he, he had some, some, he had some zesty men with him. You feel me? Zesty men? Yeah, bro. Like, these niggas was looking like some some zesty Wolverines. Like a couple of little wops with them? Folks had some some little Uzi verts with them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm damn. Who, who Yellow kicking it with? Like, what? He tweaking. Really? Well, yeah, bro, we're so, going to have to hear about that as well. I, I, I'm just saying, bro, I say all that to say, like, you know, I, I've been watching No Jumper lately. You know what I mean? You're saying that King Yella and Lil J might have more in common than we thought? Man, <laughs> they was messing with the same girl. <laughs> what? Oh, okay, girl, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but... It yeah. wasn't Lil Wop, right? You know, I don't know what they be having going on, but 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 Fodin was kicking it with Zesty Man when I when I when I when I did my interview with him. And if you go watch my interview with Ken Yeller, you will see it around like the fifty minute mark. I'm giving you the timestamp. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's a real memory right there. He got Zesty Fodin on there. Really? Yeah. You a little WAP fan? Hell no. Nah. No. Okay. I'm a big fan. But I'm not. I don't discriminate because you know I be I be interviewing the uh the homosexualities. Yeah. <laughs> I think I get that from you or Vlad or somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Vlad got all the snitches. I don't discriminate. I interview whoever got a, you know what I'm saying, an interesting story. Okay, for sure. No, I mean, I had Lil Wap on here like a few months ago, and then he he turned full transgender since then. It's real. We were just talking about that. I just I actually just interviewed a trans. Really? Um, Yeah, one of the Lil J girlfriends or ex-girlfriends. Really? Yeah. That's not out yet? <sighs> Is it political? For you to release it? What you mean? You, you're putting it out? Yeah. Oh, okay. It just ain't out right now at this moment while we are recording this one. Woo! That sounds like some spicy So, content. I don't know. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, it'll probably be out by the time this is, you know what I mean? Man, y'all are going to force Lil J to come out. Well, man, you know the videos and already came out, so. The jailhouse videos. Right. Yeah. So, I mean. But he said it wasn't him. He said, phone them, will try anything. They're going to try to lie. I don't know, Different gang. dreads, different tattoos. Just, but she said she talked to him beforehand. She said she told him that. I ain't going to tell you all the interview, but she said she told him that, you know what I'm saying, she was coming to do the interview with me. So Wow. So you're he, down You're down for the spicy shit? You don't, you don't have anything against interviewing somebody's baby mama or somebody's trans lover? Man. <laughs> you know what? I just like to... I just like to... Uh, you know, keep it, keep it, keep it appropriate. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause it ain't what you do, but it's how you do it. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Um, I would love to interview you for my platform. You know what I'm saying? Cause you, 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 you definitely giving me some talking points, but I just want to stay focused on, you know, what you're asking me. Uh, I'll come to Chicago again soon. I'll do a little week posted up out there. Yeah, that'd be dope to have you on the couch. Yeah, let's do it. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't mind, but, you know, I just like to, you know what I'm saying, keep it cool. You feel me? What they, what the hoes say, keep it cute. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like that. For sure. So, okay, what, um, I wanted to ask you about this beforehand. Was Zach TV an influence early on? Because looking at his career, it's kind of like, oh, shit, you were really, you saw the future. Like, he, he was documenting the fuck out of the culture on a street level 
yeah. way before it became obvious to everybody else that this was going to be the future, right? Yeah, rest in peace, Zach TV, for sure. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I spent a lot of time watching his videos as well, studying his work, studying his content. Mm -hmm. um, at the time in which Zach TV was doing his thing, though, that's kind of when I was trying to be a DJ. So what he was doing wasn't on my mind at that time, right. you know? So once I did become interested in doing the interviews, then, yeah, I started to really tap into his work mm -hmm. for sure. Definitely. You you got respect for all the, the bloggers and the people just doing, like, commentary-type videos? Have you ever, you ever think about that, or are you always man, just drawn you, to interviewing? I fuck with all the I, I fuck with all the content creators. I don't like Cam Capone news though. <laughs> well, I don't like Cam Capone. But he's more of an interviewer, right? Yeah, but he did some lame shit. Like he had put like a channel strike on me because I I I had reposted the Lil Reese clip about stealing my bike, and that shit was lame. On so. Instagram or on YouTube? Both. He hit you with a strike. Yeah, so he hit me with the strike on YouTube. Cam Capone, what are you doing? You playing dirty? Yeah, he was, I don't know what he was mad for. He hit me in the DM. He like, yo, take it down. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you asked him a question about me. Like, it's going up. Like, if anything, it's going to bring more traffic to your video. You feel me? Like, right. And he got some whole shit. So, yeah. Damn. So, wait. But when, everybody else, I'd be cool. When did Lil Reese steal your bike? When we was kids. What the fuck? Yeah. That's what I say. Grim Reaper. That. You're lucky you just took your bike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out Reese Money, though, for sure. Oh, so you're cool now? Yeah. Okay. We did a great interview. You never found out what happened to the bike or anything? Lord knows. That's crazy. Because I knew a lot of people stealing bikes back in the day in New York, and I never really thought about those people overlapping with the, the ones doing the, the drilling. Man, our Chicago childhood was real life crazy. And it's still crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, it was just, you know, that's regular stuff that go on. You know what I mean? Right. In the hood, literally. Yeah, but stealing a bike is grimy. It happens. I rode bikes every day for 20 years. <laughs> I never got my bike stolen. And really? Then I, and then I stopped riding, and I got three bikes stolen since well, then. Well, you know, back then, we didn't have, you know, the um, the chains and stuff to wrap it around. You know what yeah. I mean? We'll just park it and hope don't nobody. Or, or you'll try to hide it. You know what I'm saying? So in the projects, you're probably trying to hide it underneath the stairwell or something. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do your like homework that. on Young Adam 22, taking his bike, going to the movies with the homies, and then taking our bikes and just leaving them really deep in the woods where nobody would find them, and then going to get your bikes after the movie was done. Then you don't need a lock. True. You, you just put them in such a remote location that nobody's going to be able to find them. Do your homework on, on, on Adam parking his bike in the woods. In the woods. And sometimes put, putting leaves over it. AJ May got a crazy lingo, don't he? He's hilarious. Crazy. You know a lot of guys like him in Chicago, or is he one of a kind? Uh, you know, you got, you know, Chicago got some characters. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'll be trying to do with my platform. It's kind of like, you know, mm -hmm. show the world these characters. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, J-Man is one of a kind, but he's also one of many, if you know what I'm trying to say. Not taking anything away from him. Right. He's one of a kind, but he's definitely one of many. I feel like a lot of people in Chicago probably could have some type of humor like the way he is. He just had to, like, let go he of learned, his gangster ass yeah, shit at a certain point say. and just be silly, Man, be funny, be ridiculous. And that's why I like J-Man, because I could tell he damn near sat down and learned him something. Like, yo, I'm finna. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, you know, this content that we create, it is, you know, for entertainment purposes. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, you know, we do have a job to do in entertaining these folks that's watching. And I think J-Man does a real good job at that. It's crazy because it hit different is such common slang. People say that all the time. 
But it somehow, do hit different. But yeah, yeah. Because you said it does hit different. I'm, but something about the that's way, what a white boy would say. It does hit different. It does hit different when right. my stock options come through. Yeah. Um. No, but I don't know. There's something he just says the same thing over and over, and it just kind of works. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He's definitely he's got he's got the world enraptured right now because he'd be doing shit on his own channel, getting a hundred thousand views. It's talking been going to up. Savage it's been shit. going up. That's pretty legit. You but know? y'all got him turned. You and you and you and Sean, y'all definitely got him turned. You feel Sean be working him to the bone. Like, y'all, he, y'all both got him turned. But get, shout out. He had done one interview, start another one right back up. But he got him a crib too. So I like it, man. It's I'm different all when, for you, it. when you make Jay Main no longer homeless. Congrats. For sure. What was your craziest interview? Your craziest interviews, perhaps. Anything really insane that stands out to you from the couch? Man, both, I ain't gonna lie, both Charleston White interviews were crazy. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie to you. Uh, um, man, but uh, the FBG Bud and Titan B from Pepsi was a crazy interview, too. Mm. Um, but 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 when you but when you ask crazy though, which what what, what in terms of like what? Because I didn't had a lot of interviews. Stands out to you the most, and this the the moments where you were just sitting there, just kind of jaw drop, just like holy fuck, I can't believe I'm recording this right now. Man, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie, I, I gotta say it was the Charles the White one, the one when he came to Chicago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, because you asked me earlier if I paid for it. Yes, I did. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I like to say I invested. You mm. see what I'm saying? Um, and he Especially not, when you're early in your career, because we didn't even know about paying for interviews when I was starting. It wasn't right. even in the conversation. Right. But looking at it now, it is definitely a way for you to. And you you just can't be surprised because the the talent knows that they have value. They know that they're helping the person out, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, that, uh, it was definitely a, a great investment. But yeah, it was just the energy in the room, you know, because uh, they was definitely scared. You know what I'm saying? But they was happy at the same time. They was excited, you know. We just tried to make him feel comfortable because he pulled up deep. He was it, man. I had to pay for like, it was like six flights, six or seven flights. Really? Yeah. Mm. They pulled up deep. Who did he come through with? A bunch of other inbred he had, Texas it was him. It was him and two security guards. Okay. And then he had his his lady manager and her homegirl, then another homegirl. So yeah, it was. And then Dewberry. Yup, it was seven of them. Damn. Yup. That's crazy. That's the same. I, I'm surprised to hear he needed security to get on the flight because he was apparently rolling around at Rolling Loud in Miami, pepper spraying Soldier Boy. Which you know, if you have security with you, you probably don't have to be the one squeezing the trigger on the pepper spray, right? Man, dude is crazy. <laughs> dude is crazy. But yeah, that was my craziest one though, bro. Right. But I tell you this though, I be, man, man, bro, it do be crazy though. I I tell y'all, it do be crazy. Like interviewing the guys, I be interviewing. Mm-hmm. It's cause it, you know it could get like that, you know what I mean? Right. At any given moment, you know. So yeah, it be intense sometimes. Like 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 I've had intense. I'm trying to think of one that was like intense. I ain't gonna lie, I had some intense ones. I think when I first interviewed Wooski, it was a little intense in there. Uh, what was I, the intense part with Wooski though? You know he don't say much anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wooski don't want to talk. You know what I'm saying? So you know it kind of be like I. I what do I ask? You know what I'm saying? Like, folks look like he don't want to say shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I always thought it would be sick as fuck to interview Wooski, and then I saw Truth Teller do it, but the audio was so bad I couldn't hear what he was saying, and then I seen you do it, and I seen Cam Capone do it, and at a certain point I was like, okay, maybe I don't need to. I ended up interviewing his girlfriend, and that one was decent. That one was better. Yeah. I mean, that is pretty fascinating. It's got to take a real special woman to love Wooski. Yeah, she loves him. It's different when you love Wooski. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's like I be I be at the gym, right? And it's this guy on um, because like I ain't gonna lie, with me living in Chicago, like I run into people that watch DJ UTV damn near every day, mm-hmm. every day for sure, two three times out of the day. So it was like this is one guy he go love when he see this, like because he be at the gym and he like, man, bro. If you if you can get a real good Wooski interview, bro, I really appreciate it. And he like he a guy from New York. He's not no. If you look at him, you would not think that he's interested in Chicago street shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when he be telling me certain shit, I'd be like, damn, you know. And um, I was like, you know what, Wooski don't want to talk. I'd rather just do one with his girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? She has a vibrant personality. You know. Mm. And you know, so I be having like ideas like that when I be doing my interviews. I don't be trying to like um chase no beef i don't be trying to chase no controversy i just try to like provide good content i like to laugh crack jokes i'm the troll king in chicago i talk shit about you right to your face that's why i say i'd rather interview you and do that on my platform than be trolling you on your shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's a time and place for everything you know yeah, but yeah, like yeah. yeah this shit that i'm doing though in chicago this shit is like legendary you know what i'm saying i'm literally creating history right now chicago ain't never seen no shit like this before no it's dope you see yeah. what i'm saying because one thing that people used to always say about like act and maybe t- me to a certain extent is like oh act like how could you be the guy who's doing all this content about what's going on in chicago when you are from fucking jamaica and you live in jersey right. you know that would always be an argument is like you don't you don't have the right to be the voice of the culture when you don't really got nothing to do with it and now it's always interesting to me to see that there actually are people starting their own independent movements out of Chicago and really bothering to have these conversations with people and stuff. And even people like Trenches News or Truth Teller who are building brands for themselves off of just being somebody who really is in that shit. And people got stories about seeing them hanging out in the neighborhoods and like, oh, he's like this, he's he's like this, which is, you know, I consider myself a pretty good interviewer, but I'm not going to be able to have the level of detail as somebody who really grew up around the show. And, and, and to be relatable. You right, know what I'm yeah. saying? That part, you know? Because um, like I said, when I started doing the interviews, I was in the A. I can't relate to Atlanta street life the way I can relate to Chicago street life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, you know, that plays a part. Yeah, definitely. Who who do you consider, like, your 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 biggest dream interviews that you think that you actually <laughs> well, would be able to make happen one day? I... Because obviously we'd all like to interview Jay-Z and Future nah, and Drake nah, and shit, but nah, nah. maybe shit that would maybe be more likely to happen. Um, Damn, man. Hey. Hold on. Let me think about this. I'm trying to think of my second best. I don't want to give you my dream. I, I ain't going to give you my dream interview, at least not on camera. Mm, but you might speak it into existence. That's why I'm over here. That's why I'm over here contemplating on some real shit. Cause look, I'm I'm now that type of shit I'm serious about. You know what I mean? Cause uh-huh. shit, I'm 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 real personal with my goals. You see what I'm saying? So when I set out goals, ah, right, you feel me? But I'm gonna answer your question. My dream interview would be the Obama daughters. Really? I don't know if you're going to pass the Secret Service credentials See? See? <laughs> clearance See? department. Yeah. See? Because you remember that she was on, who was she on, FaceTime with fucking Joey Badass at one point or something? Or no, she was wearing like a Joey Badass shirt or something, I think. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that when you're a president's daughter, they keep you under a very strict lock and key. Yeah. But she never did an interview before, right? But maybe she will one Both day. of them. You know, you got two girls. I want to interview both of them. I just remember Malia. Malia. Right, right. It was her, and then it was one younger than her. So I think, oh, okay. I think like, you know, now they're in their early 20s. Right, you know? Right. Yeah, so yeah. 
Damn. I think that'd be dope. Well, Michelle you know Obama on uh, on the couch. No, I want the daughters. That's what I'm saying. I want the daughters. We need some O-Block memories from Michelle Obama. Man, we need them untold. We need them untold stories from them daughters. <laughs> well, yeah. You think they I'm got? Some, you. you think they got crazy stories? Man, I'm gonna quit talking about it because they probably got some Obama stories. daughters. They got That's all some, I'm saying. <laughs> they got some stories about the night that their dad turned uh, Osama bin Laden into a pack. Hey, I'm saying though, they, they, bro. Their father was the president. You you think they ain't got no stories? Okay, it hits different when he takes his glasses off. Look, hey, look me in my eyes, brother. You think they ain't got no stories? <laughs> but the, yeah, I mean, they definitely they got some stories. They did. was the president. Yeah. You should ask him. Least, how, that's how, how you feel about your dad being a war criminal? <laughs> See, <laughs> pop it off right there. All of a sudden, you're viral. You're on front page CNN. I just I, I got I got a lot of good questions for him though. Do you a lot of people blow up out of Chicago and then they get the fuck out? I'm guessing that's not in the plans for you. Man, that's a good question as well. You've been asking some real good questions this whole interview, Adam. I'm gonna congratulate you on that one. You know for what I'm sure. saying? I did my homework. Yeah, I was I was a little you know I ain't gonna lie, gang. I was a little you know especially after that shit you just did with with with, with you and Ruger. I was like, eh, I don't know, <laughs> man. But uh, what you just asked? Uh, I'm tweaking now. What were we saying? Um. You asked me some. Oh, are you gonna get out of Chicago? Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I uh, so so you know, I did once relocate from Chicago to Atlanta to pursue my dreams. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And man, them three years I spent in the A, man, them bitches was stressful. Mm. And I love Atlanta for sure. That's my second home, but man, that's no place like home. Mm. So, um, I don't really wanna. I'll be thinking about it every day though. But I don't think, I don't think, I don't think I got to move out. I don't think so. I probably got to move trying to get a new studio space or something. You mm -hmm. feel me? Because everybody know where that motherfucker at. But I don't think I got to, I don't think I got to move, bro. You Chicago show me love. You don't upset that many people. That's what it's all about, right? I don't be, I don't upset. I ain't, bro. Chicago show me love, I promise you, bro. Like on some shit like every day, bro. You think that was the, the downfall of Zach TV? That he was nah, hell no, nah. hell nah. no, 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 no. Zach, bro, them bullets won for Zach, bro. Mm, okay. Look me in my eyes, brother. But even if you're driving around and hanging out with someone that is gonna get sprayed, and up look like me in that, my eyes, brother. He was at the wrong place at the wrong time, literally. Got it. Literally, the city loves Zach for sure. Yeah. The city loves Zach. The city worships Zach. Right. Cause Zach was Zach had balls, you know what I'm saying. Zach was out there with his camera mm -hmm. in the trenches for real, you know what I'm saying. So, um, I think that's what you that's what's unique about what I'm doing now is I have an actual location, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, where niggas is pulling up too. Chicago ain't never had that before, right. you know what I'm saying. Well, besides 16 shot him. Now he never really had like a. He did for a while though, right? Yeah, but yeah, but not like how you know what I'm saying. Man is, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. He ain't never had that like how I got. Were you ever, were you inspired by uh, lyrical lemonade and Cole Bennett at all? Nope. But shout out to him though. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, it is kind of the crazy. That's like such a huge movement, and it In came Chicago, out of Chicago. Yeah. But I, I love to interview Cole Bennett. But I always thought it was interesting because he's fucked with you know Dirk and like maybe a few other people, but he don't really like. He kind of stays away from the drill. So type let me stuff, say this. Right? I'm glad you brought him up because I kind of. 
I saw Cole Bennett early. Mm. He started Lyrical Lemonade when he was still in high school. Yeah. And yeah. some way, somehow, I was following him on Twitter when he was in high school starting Lyrical Lemonade, okay? Mm-hmm. So I kind of saw Lyrical Lemonade from the from the very beginning. Right. Um, um, he a cold-ass white boy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Amazing head for business on his shoulders. Uh, and, and the art, he takes the music and then, right, video so, so like, 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 so so like he in a whole different lane is what I'm saying. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like he in a whole, you know, for me, to, yeah. to me, he in a whole different league. Yeah, right, yeah. But yeah, definitely salute what he do for sure. You know what I'm you saying? Go to Summer Smash. I see, I never been, but because I'm the type now, you know, with the status I have, I don't attend those events unless I'm invited or I got some work to do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I haven't had the opportunity yet. I'll tell Cole Bennett to invite you next year. Yeah, that'd be hard. It is kind of wild when you go, though, because it's right in the middle of Chicago, and it is extremely white. Yeah. Like, from my recollection, when they I They had went. it in Bridgeview, I think, yes. But it's, it's always like that, because when I went to Rolling Loud in Brooklyn, I was thinking the clientele was going to be a certain type. Well, you know they ain't going to have them events in the hood. Yeah, yeah, But it's not that far. Like, it's right in the middle of Chicago, right? Well, Bridgeview kind of like some southwest it was, suburb. It was at a park when I went uh, in, like, 2019. I forget. I think it was, like... Toyota Park. Don't don't quote me, but we need to get Cole Bennett to book 051 Kiddo for Summer Smash. <laughs> now you trolling. <laughs> hey. I mean, I'm just saying. We gotta get him in tune hey. with some of the drillers. That's funny. Yeah. 051 Kiddo. How, how you feel about Kiddo? They uh who was it? Mimo Look me in my the... eyes, brother. Yeah? No, that's what you know, that's his oh, yeah, that's yeah. his catch line. Do you like Mimo said that he's gonna be dead by the end of the summer. Do you think that that's likely? Nah, Not that we should speak that kind of nah, thing into nah, existence, nah, but nah. that was a bold proclamation. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like that was type of. But know. it's a wild world we live in, with people like him and Tay Savage are getting out after doing ten year bids and are still, and now they're right back in the rap game. And man, it's a lot of guys that's getting out right now. Mm. I ain't gonna lie, it's a lot of it's a lot of guys, it's a lot of guys that's getting out. It's a lot yeah, of guys. That's wild. It, and, it be, and it be crazy, like damn, like me, I be talking to him, I be like, damn, you've been gone for the last ten years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of guys getting out right now. Right. Are you feeling kiddos wave or you think that he's he's talking too much shit or he's he's being too violent with his shit? Um, shout out to Kiddo, you know. Uh I just feel like, you know, Kiddo doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? He fresh out, he trying to, you know, see what's going on. You know what I mean? Um you and I both know the internet is has changed tremendously within the last ten years, you mm-hmm. know. So I think, you know, he just right now he's just like fresh out and he trying to, you know, he 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 just He's just trying to see, you know, he happy to be back home, you know what I mean? So he's just trying to see which, you know, which way he want to go with, you know what I mean? Right. His move, yeah. You optimistic about Tay Savage's career going forward? I like Tay Savage as well, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I talked to him, I interviewed him as well. You know, he he also, you know, did a little jail bid uh, about 10 years or so. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, when guys do time that long, that give them time to think about a lot of stuff, you feel me? Um, So... I like Tay Savage a lot, you know what I'm saying, just because he's he, he's very soft spoken, you know what I mean. And that's kind of like how a lot of these Chicago guys are, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and you know, it's just a, a negative stigma painted on him because of past and priors and stuff like that. But um, a lot of guys are really, you know, shaping and molding their lives for the better, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, for their future, for their family. It's kind of crazy with Tay Savage because on one hand. A lot of his lyrics and shit, you're like, okay, you're crazy. You see him doing some of the trolling, uh, you're like, okay, you're a fucking lunatic. But then at the same time, you see him hop on um, 
Instagram Live or whatever he'd be doing with Jay Main and shit. And he seems like a very level-headed individual. Part of it is that he just won't take the bait to be trolled into saying some violent shit on right. camera. You know, he just right. isn't really trying to do that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it does sometimes. I wonder. I'm like, okay, who's the real Tay Savage? But I do like that he's able to like have you know these IG lives with like different people that he's supposed to be enemies with and stuff. And he seems like he's he's keeping Man, it all cool. I think I think I think I think Chicago is trying to form some type of unity. I was looking at that live. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I think it's possible. And I think I'm helping. I think I'm helping in that regard as well, you know, with what I do. You know what I'm saying? Um, by not being biased, you know, by giving both sides a platform. You know what I'm saying? Giving everybody a voice, you mm-hmm. know? Um, that is something that I take pride in, you know? Right. No, yeah. definitely. I mean, that that's, that's like the best thing that you could hope for for Chicago is just that eventually – the climate would chill out a yeah, little bit yeah, and it would yeah. become more cool to get along with people than to be constantly yeah, beefing sure. with people like sure. how it's kind of been for a long time. Sure. So are you invested? Who, who are you taking, Blazendall or Mellow Bucks? Ooh. <laughs> ha! Uh, I'm going to go with Mellow. Yeah. yeah. You are a beat. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Mellow. Okay. You think she's just better musically or what? Yeah, Melo rap raw as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. Melo can rap, gang. I ain't gonna lie. I was fucking with Melo like um like way before she had really got hot. But she wasn't even rapping that long before she really got hot. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie. But yeah, Melo raw as hell. I think Melo like really I don't know. I think Melo like the rawest female rapper to come out the rack. Really? On some real shit. But yeah, I like Melo, yeah, for sure. You know, Katie, you got bands fan? I fuck with Katie. So, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Where's Flo Millie from? I think she from like New York or something. I don't know. Is she? Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Um. All right. So, let me see. We got anything else I really need to ask you here? Oh yeah. How you feel about this new crazy jail footage meta that we are living in the middle of, where we get to see everything that was happening ten years ago in, in prison and shit? Man, look. That's what I was gonna ask you, right? Cause it's crazy, but. I mean, that's what be going on in there. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy that the rap fans finally figured out that they could get access to this content, right? Man, <laughs> they dropping bombs. If I knew it was possible, I might have been submitting requests. Like, let me they get drop that King Bond footage. Imagine that was a No Jumper exclusive. We would have looked so crazy. <laughs> yeah, they dropping bombs, though. Um, And it's, it looks like it's going to be a lot more to come. So. Chirac Rares. That's what I was thinking, right. man. It's because he's dropping something new every day. Yeah. But he kind of front-loaded it. You know, you got the and, and it seemed the like they got seemed like they got targets. You know, mm. certain guys. You know, obviously, you know, rappers. And, you know, because you know, you they they're probably getting hit up. There's probably a lot of rappers who are shaking in their boots, scared shitless about what's gonna come out. Man. I'm trying to tell you, cause they, it ain't no telling, right? Yeah, it ain't no telling. I don't know. I don't know. I never, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's crazy because you 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 think that that type of stuff would never, you know what I'm saying, come out. You know what I'm saying? Like you think that that'll stay. But you know, the police be chasing cloud too. Up until about six months ago, if I had been dragged into an interrogation room or if I had been getting checked in into prison or whatever, it never would have occurred to me in a million years that this footage would ever resurface anywhere. Which I guess is like this because okay, if you go on YouTube, I, I've gone through wormholes where I watch tons of videos of. 
you know, the dumbest criminals or like watch this guy right as he realizes that he's being uh, charged with murder or whatever of just random ass criminals because it's kind of fascinating to see the moment where they just sort of realize like, oh, fuck, I'm about to have to face two murders or whatever. So it only makes sense that people would be able to get the same shit for rappers. I'm actually surprised it took this long. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, the most... Uh craziest part about it you know not only the fights but like you know when you see the videos the little jay you know hanging out with the with the punks that he been denying you know it'd be like damn now now you can't deny it because they exposing it so you know don't look at me like i'm exposing it because i did an interview you know what i mean around it about it is already you know we we reporting on what's already on the internet what do you think about Lil jay and Lil nas x doing a drill song together That'd be crazy, but I don't even think Lil Nas X gay for real. You don't? No. Nope. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. See, the see, 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 bro. We could talk all day, cause like the labels and all them, they they got it messed up. You feel me? Like you find a little boy, like, 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 like Lil X, Lil Nas X, and make him an industry plant. You ain't gotta do that, bro. It's some real hardcore street niggas that like niggas for real. You just go get one of them. You feel Interesting. me? Turn them up. Why you, why you just turned this boy out, got him acting like he gay? Lil Nas X ain't gay. One time I was at a music festival and I saw Lil Nas X doing his thing, talking to people, and I definitely felt the zesty energy coming really? from him. Well, I but never, maybe. I ain't never met him in person. Maybe he's just a great actor. Man, when I see him, I'll be like, man, that boy ain't gay. Even when he first came out, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, because, like, you know, you can see somebody and know that they gay. But he was a Nicki Minaj stan account before he was a rapper. Really? Which, to me... That's the mm. only type of conspiracy I be uh, <laughs> I give you. Lil Nas X ain't gay, but right. him and Lil J on the on the drill song together, it'll probably go up. You see, Kodak and and and, and Takashi Six Nine just did a song together. How do you feel about that, man? At this point, anything goes. Right. I like the way Kodak did it because he he dissed him on the song. He like kind of took shots at him after the fact. That he, ain't cool though. That ain't cool. <laughs> Why diss him on the song? Because he he got the money. And then he, he basically like did a little robbery as that's far as bogus, he's concerned, right? But that's but I don't know. But then it's like, why do that? You know what I'm saying? If you don't fuck with him, then don't fuck with him. You feel me? Don't take the money and then diss him on the song. You know what I'm saying? That's mm. I don't know. That's lame to me. But didn't Lil Tim take the money from him and then just not even do the song? That's what Lil Tim claimed at a certain point. I know you're probably not trying to talk about Lil Tim, but... <laughs> I mean, you look, you showed, you see, I just, oh, damn, yeah. hold on, fuck. Nah, I know you're probably not trying to give him any compliments, <laughs> but he kind of did the same similar thing. Even, it's so funny that Kodak went on stage like that night and shouted out 1090 Jake on stage at Rolling Loud. It's basically like him shouting out the snitch exposer. That's pretty funny too, man. Well, right, you know, they got to put the, you know, they got to put the, uh, you know, publicity around it. But it's crazy to me. What your boy think? Whack? You, you talked to Wack about it already? Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about it on the podcast this week. Yeah. I want to talk to Wack too. He said that, he, and it's crazy too, because Wack basically told the world that Kodak had dissed Boosie. So we didn't hear it from Kodak's mouth, but allegedly Kodak said Boosie got other things to worry about. He got locked up and he had to put his car up for sale right away to get out. Really? Well, I mean, I guess he did list his car right after he got arrested or whatever, but I don't know. Did Wack, did Wack tell you how we got into it you after got that trial some white shit? Yeah. No, what happened? On some clubhouse shit. You know he be on oh, clubhouse. Man. He be going down on clubhouse, huh? Yeah, but uh, I guess I was just one of his victims. What What was the argument about? Um, 
his narrative was I let Charleston White disrespect Chicago and disrespect, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And then he was like trying to like G check me and shit on Clubhouse, like, like, hey yo, homie, let me ask you something, homie. Is you a gangster or a civilian? No, 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 no. He said, is you a street nigga or a civilian? <laughs> I'm like, what? Is you a street nigga or a civilian? I say, bro, if you asking if I'm gang affiliated, no, I'm not. But I am a street. No, no, see, see, cause niggas be getting these tattoos and be, you know, then they, they think they. I say, oh my god. He'll spin the narrative right around you. You want to? Here we it, go. Hard to break out of it, yeah. But I enjoyed it. It was cool. If you go on Clubhouse, you you got to know what you're getting into. Man, bro, them people got problems. <laughs> For real. Clubhouse more dangerous than O Block. Them people got problems. Yeah. Like if you can just sit on your phone and just yeah 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 you know what I'm saying all day. Wrong. I went on Clubhouse one time, and I was kind of amazed how many like pretty well-known people were in the room. Like Benzino was in there, and like a bunch of other random people that I was like, "You're just chilling on Clubhouse on a Thursday night? Like, what the fuck?" People be bored. <laughs> yeah, people are bored. It's like podcasting for people who don't have podcasts. But it ain't no way to monetize off of it. I think Wack is monetizing it, but for he like, better for most people, they're not monetizing it. Yeah, I hope Wack is, cause Lord knows he be running his mouth. Yeah. He can't be yapping that much for free because he's too old to be doing all that, you know? But he is the kind of guy who it seems like he could just casually speak 18 hours a day, which for me sometimes, nah, I'll just 18. hit a wall. <laughs> I'll just hit a wall and be like, I got nothing else to say. Like, like I just, at a certain point, it's like, all right, what are we talking about? Like, let's, let's just end this. So I do like hour and a half long interviews. He sits on Clubhouse for six hours straight. Yeah, that's Non-stop. Crazy. I don't know where he gets the energy sometimes. I'm like, you're 50 fucking years old. Where is this coming from? Yeah, that's crazy. I think he's 47. Close, close enough. Pretty close. All right, so you got any big plans? Anything you want to tell us to tap in with or, or what? Um, for sure. Uh, I'd just like for everybody to subscribe to DJU TV, you know, for sure. Uh, man, I just want to uh, keep working, you know, more more interviews, you know what I'm saying, more mm-hmm. hot shit, you know. Um, I want to introduce more Chicago personalities to the world, you know what I mean? Um, I just want to stay in my own lane, mm-hmm. feel me? So it's a blessing, you know what I mean, to be up here on no jumper, you know. But this some West Coast shit, you know what I mean. I'm a real uh, Chicago baby, so I just want to stay in my own lane, do my own thing, you know. Definitely. Um, I, I don't need it all, you know. I'll be cool with, you know what I mean. Look, you know what I mean. Twos and fuses, you know. You always want more, you know what I'm saying. It's gonna always be somebody with more. You gonna yeah. stick to interviews, or you ever thought about doing like a homie podcast of you guys just talking about current events and shit? I mean, I'm still trying to, like, get the interview part down pat. You know, mm. I'm always, like, um, looking for improvement. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so right now I'm kind of just, you know, just working the system that I have. You know what I mean? Before trying to, um, you know, expand, I don't want to spread myself too thin. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I like to pace myself. But then, you know, also, because, you know, with this internet shit, this shit, like, 24-7. So I still got to, you know, lead time for the family. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, How many kids you got? No, I ain't got no kids, you oh, know. Okay. But just like, you know, my mom, you feel me? Little brother, niece, nephew, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that. Yeah, don't do what I have done at times, which is you schedule so many interviews for yourself during a week that at some point you just cease to be a real human being. Hey, but I, I like your work ethic. Appreciate I ain't going to lie, I, I, I rock with your work ethic. So that's why I say I'm, I'm definitely honest. So, you know what I mean? Just sit up here and chop it up with you, you know? Yeah, for sure. appreciate that. But sometimes when I've done 10 or 15 interviews in a week, by the end of it, I can definitely 
feel that I'm like not doing as good a job as I would be doing if I had less schedule for the week, you know? And I kept my shades on because I'm really like looking at this shit like I'm watching it on TV. Like, that's how <laughs> crazy I be, like, you know what I'm saying, with my own little world. Yeah. I'm low-key like Kanye. Yeah. Nobody know that. You got to get Kanye interview. There you go. I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm a beast. Mm. I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm, this just the start of a whole bunch of, you know what I mean? You be going to clubs and parties and trying to network and, uh, you know, meet people that way? Or are you just just kind of doing it off of who you know and who you can DM and whatnot? No, I don't be going to no clubs or nothing. Okay. But networking to get in tune with who? People you could have on the show and stuff? I guess. Oh, no. I mean, no, nah, hell no. Chicago's probably different. Right. In LA, it's right. like if you go to parties and stuff, you're kind of like networking with people in the music industry. Or if you go to a club, you're probably meeting rappers, meeting DJs, you know. I never do it, but I do see people do it, and it really works for them in terms of being able to meet more people and stuff. That was how I got all my connections in the beginning was just from going to underground rap shows and just meeting artists and shit. Yeah. Well, Instagram make it a little easier, you know. Yeah. Just hit it. Sit, just hit them in a DM, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But sometimes so. I, like, see someone in real life, and it's like, boom, I got the interview just from seeing somebody right, for right, 30 right, seconds in right, real life. Right, yeah, yeah. Whereas I could have DM'd them 10 times, and they're not yeah. really fucking with me. Well, yeah, know? you know it's always better when you, you know what I'm saying, bump into somebody, you know, in person. You feel yeah. me? But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely want to shout out to my team, too, though, uh, Word T Productions. And uh, definitely want to shout out uh, Remo, you see what I'm saying? Because Remo, Remo, hey, Hey, I'm going to say shit. Remo got no jumper turnt right now. I ain't going to lie to you, Adam. Remo, no cap. He's a very big part of the operation. I, I, I know what's going on. You see what I'm saying? I'm down. Yeah. All right, cool. That's good. You feel me? Um, yeah, just shout out to everybody that's doing anything, man. Shout out to Chicago, bro. You feel me? I'm here to represent the rack, you know. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Animosity Speaks. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's this. Uh, okay. That's the, I was wondering who this broad was on your shirt here. Yeah. yeah, That's the drip I got on. Shout out, shout out, shout out, little bro. You know? Okay. For sure, man. It hit different when you got a goth girl with a mouth changed. No, nah, this is my real little brother. Like, my blood. Shut up. My, my oh, blood brother, uh, his clothing brand. Oh, okay. That's so, a picture of him? No, nah, no, no. no. It's a, I think it's fly, you know? No, nah, yeah. Hardcore. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Supreme Bucket. We should do a fit check. TikTok. Them, them Prada. Because I'm definitely proud of myself to be on No Jumper. <laughs> I like it. Hey, man, I could pop it, but, you know, Adam, he asked me about my story. You asked me some deep questions. I was liking them questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, all right, we got to do that. It's DJU. I like it. It was the introduction. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. the next one, you know what I'm saying, we could really pop it. You feel me? Map the whole storyline out, yeah. We could really pop it. But we just popped it, for real. Who did your your drop at the, me? the end of all the interviews? Me? Oh, that's your voice? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Important lore for everyone to know. DJU go crazy. That's what I say. Adam just asked real good questions. Off the top. Yeah. Let's go. Uh-huh. All right, DJU, I appreciate it, man. Keep putting on. It's good to see, you know, young people just doing their thing in the industry and uh, taking over and documenting the fuck out of their culture on a granular level, really touching the streets, doing content with people who wouldn't have a voice otherwise. I love it. And if I ever interview someone who you had first, I'll make sure to give my props and let the world know <laughs> that DJU ushered them through the door. Man, for sure, man. Keep doing your thing too, Adam, man. Let's go. DJ, tell, uh, t- tell Lena I said what's up, though. Uh, I will tell her that you <laughs> said hello. Gang. <laughs> uh, DJU, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, etc. Like, comment, and subscribe, and nojumper.com if you want to support. 